Hey, everybody. Uh, I'm Bob Schneider, and uh, we're about to go live again with the I'm Okay, You're Okay podcast with my friend Clint Wells. There he is, Mental Up Your Podcast. He just joined. Go live with Mental Up Your Podcast. That sounds like a code for... It's a code for gay sex. God damn it, really? Hey, everybody. Welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay. I'm not okay. You're not okay. With me, Bob Schneider, and your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. Dude, you look like you're in Nashville. You look like you're in East Nashville. You got the correct, correct attire. This is from the catalog. This is from page seven of East Nashville. And uh, you can just order this entire outfit. I keep ordering the catalog and they keep not sending it to me. They're like, you don't live here. So I'm like, all right. No, no, no. The, The East Nashville people desperately want the catalog to be everywhere in the world. Right. I think maybe the Austin police are just retrieving it first because they, you know, they're going through your mail, especially someone as high profile as you with amazing toys like that. By the way, welcome to I'm okay, you're okay, I'm not okay, you're not okay. Your bi-weekly podcast in which Bob Schneider, the great, wonderful songwriter, extraordinaire, traveling musician, talks to me the same about shit that's going on in our lives. <laughs> What's going on? Well, I'll start off by saying I feel much better than I did last week. And thanks to, you know, a lot of really sweet people sent me messages after our last Instagram live because I was having a really tough day. So I'm happy to report that I feel really good today. And, uh, who knows how long that'll last, but I do feel good. Well, good. That's good to hear. I'm doing good too, man. My my wife and daughter left and went to Houston. How long will that last? Probably Monday. So that's that's a a nice confusing storm of good feelings and bad feelings, right? No, just good feelings. Just all no good. bad feel no bad feelings. I feel like I always start off the first day of being alone like feeling like a free man again. <laughs> And then I really do, honestly, I'm not pandering at all. I really do miss them a little bit. It depends on how long it takes, but. Well, I don't (laughs) (laughs) at all. I mean, that may change eventually. I thought like last night when it got dark, you know, I'd be like, I wish they were here. You look like you've gotten some sun or something. Have you been out sunbathing in the nude in Bee Cave? Guess what I've been doing all day and all night. Sunbathing nude. Whatever the fuck I want to do. So what does Bob Schneider do when he gets a free a day pass? Well, let me tell you. I bought a wheelbarrow. It, it involves buying stuff. I bought a cordless nail gun. <laughs> Jesus. I bought a cordless, a cordless leaf blower. Sounds like you're getting to work. By the way, I have somebody that comes and blows the leaves on my property off into somebody else's property, the right. way it should be done, the American way. Right. And uh, still, I decided, oh, I need to spend $250 on a fucking leaf blower because it's cordless. I also spent, all right, so let me let me run down the other things I did. I, I watched uh, three different videos on how to build shelving store, like storage shelves for your garage. And then realized, oh, I've got to go pick up all the wood. And I was like, I'm not building shit. Right. But I watched, I watched that. And then I went out and carved one of those... You know, I do those big like penis carvings. Yeah. yeah. And then I just went went and spent the last two hours doing that. Right. So that's where that's where the I got all the sun. Wow. Well I can you looks good on you. Well, normally I'm hanging out with a Scarlet all morning. And then going you know, then doing my walk and then taking a nap and today none of that. Someone says he didn't buy the wood, but he did carve a penis. <laughs> 
Do you ever have an idea that's like a good idea, whatever it is, I'm going to build the thing or I'm going to be a better person and eat differently and you don't do it, but you still sort of give yourself credit for having the idea? Uh, I think that's most, I think that's most ideas. I'll have this idea of like a different life where I'm like taking martial art class, <laughs> martial arts classes where I'm like, 20 pounds lighter or 40 pounds lighter. Sure. Like all these things. And then I think about doing them, but then there's some part of me that's like, well, what if you do all these things and you're still not happy? There's nothing at the bottom of it. I know. Well, and that, that would be true by the way. So by not doing it, 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 it's sort of like a little jewel of hope that I keep in my little, my little bag in my mind and I'm like, well, the reason I'm unhappy is because of all these little things I've never done. Right. It's a weird thing because I think if I did do some of these things or at least attempted to do some of these things, I would get some fulfillment out of attempting or doing them. But it's hard to be aware, self-aware enough to do that. But I was, I was reading in, uh, uh, an evolutionary psychologist that was talking about how we're designed to feel that way. That as soon as you hit that thing, even if it really does fulfill that thing, it would you it your need for more in, goes up that same increment right but, but i've even been trying to say some of these things out loud in order to sort of mo- like i've told some of my closest friends that i tour with i'm like i'm gonna get into brazilian jiu-jitsu i'm just letting you know there was one there's a dojo in nashville and uh i checked into it you know they have a family clap we're gonna do it as a family and uh that hasn't happened that hasn't even come close to happening. Yeah, I mean, I've thought about martial arts my whole life. I think I finally gave that up about 15 years ago. I was like, you know, this is never going to happen. And I'm pretty good. I'm, I I feel good that I put that dream away. You just quit dreaming it. You just let it go. Well, I, like, I, I'm not going to do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if it comes up, I'm like, yeah, I'm never going to do that. Fuck that. Yeah. And I don't need to. I think for a long time I did it because I was like, oh, I need to protect myself. And now I'm like, I don't need to protect myself with some sort of martial arts. <laughs> I don't need to protect myself or my family with some sort of lifelong discipline that will take me 40 fucking years to learn any spiritual or true practical lesson from. Instead, I'm going to watch you just need a Cobra gun. Kai on YouTube. Right. You're going to watch Did uh, you watch that? No, I, I've been told it's quite good, especially if you're nostalgic for the Karate Kid films, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, the, I, I haven't seen the second season, but that first season was amazing. It got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, here we go with your Rotten Tomatoes worship again. Dude, if something gets 100%, it's going to be I'm good. pretty sure Black Panther got 100%. And that movie was impossible. For sure it didn't. It got like a ni- it got a 93. But here's the thing, dude. A movie like Black Panther or Wonder Woman, you have to take the the critics' reviews with a grain of salt. <laughs> right. So you trust Rotten Tomatoes, but you don't trust Rotten Tomatoes. I trust Rotten Tomatoes, but I'm just saying if, if something gets 100%, it's usually pretty good. But if something gets 100%, and I would put Cobra Kai in this column, if it's some kind of fanboy type shit like Black Panther or fucking Deadpool, it's all the little con fans that flood all that shit i know but what i'm telling you is deadpool and black panther did not get a hundred percent well maybe they did for the first week or two right when they yeah when, when they, they had first their little, come out they had their yeah right they had their little uh fanboy premiere and then 300 like online 
nerdspaz.com gives it a hundred percent and it's weird that companies do that i my daughter wanted to watch jurassic park which we watch which i haven't seen in forever and by the way it's great it's great so she wanted to watch she was like are there more jurassic park movies and i was like yeah there's a lot i was like there's a really really bad one the second one the lost world and she was like i don't care and you know how kids are they don't care if shit's bad they just they don't give a fuck fuck. dude Uh, so we watched it and she's fucking having a. I wish i could be like her because she's having fun I'm just mortified by how shitty it is and how long and boring. And I can't believe how shitty it is. I get on. I'm like, surely this is the worst reviewed movie of all time. And I get on Amazon and it's just flooded with people giving it a 10 out of 10 and saying it's like the one of the greatest underrated sequels of all time. And it's like, wow, who, who like Universal or MGM or whoever owns that shit. They they bought that. They paid people to do that. Well, it's my daughter likes Octonauts. Puppy Dog Pals and PJ Masks. And those are the three most horrible things I've ever seen. And she's seen them all four or five times each. Like she's seen all of them. Oh, yeah. Believe me. (laughs) Believe me. I'm in the same boat. I've seen all of PJ Masks. You got to check out a show called Larva. There's no no dial. Call me on the phone while I'm doing. Now she's saying rude. (laughs) Well, I think she's rude for interrupting this. Very important podcast. Maybe she'll go on the gram. I'm like, go on the gram. Oh, boy. That's that's what we need. Wait, what were we talking? We were talking. I was. I, I had some important things. I to say. don't know what you were going to say. Oh, PJ Masks. So my, my daughter will be watching PJ Masks. And it's like, Calliope becomes Owlette or whatever. Yeah. And I just always go, Calliope becomes a monster. And Scarlet's like, quit, daddy. She doesn't become a monster. She becomes Owlette. But then every time I hear it in the background, Calliope becomes a monster. Because she kind of does become a monster. She can fucking fly, dude. If you're a human being and you can fly, you're a fucking monster, dude. If you're a human being and you can fly, what's the countdown before every other human being kills you and crucifies you? Yeah, what's the countdown to the government fucking dissecting you? About a week? Yeah, I mean, what's less than zero count? (laughs) You're like, as soon as you can fly, keep that shit to yourself, son. Otherwise, the government's coming with some tweezers and some scalps. And some anal probes. Ooh, now you're talking. We haven't had a zippity zip zip in a couple of weeks. It's been a couple of weeks. This is what my wife wrote. I only do the gram for my sugar daddies, plural. What does that mean? I don't fucking know, dude. Wow. It's like she's got multiple sugar daddies, I guess. Uh, So she puts on some shows for them. (laughs) That's fun. That's a fun comment. We'll put that in the not okay category. I only do the gram for my sugar daddies. (laughs) It's pretty funny. It's kind of funny. It's okay. If it didn't sort of reach into a deep, dark place inside of you and sort of latch on forever like gum in the lungs, it's pretty funny. Well, it it definitely, you have you have more of a thing about that than I I'm a lot more sensitive in that area than you. Well, you, one of your phobias is that your wife is going to be doing something that you're not aware of. Yeah. Like that's one of your deep seated fears. Yeah. And I'm outing you now, even, even saying that I feel like I probably shouldn't have said that. Well, I mean, I'm okay with that. It's, it's something I've done a lot of personal work on and I've, I've actually gotten a lot better about, <laughs> I wish I could have a nice conversation with myself 10 years ago and be like, dude, in 10 years, you just won't care as much. Nothing will matter anymore. But yeah, I have a, I, yeah, 
I have an, a strange, we, I, we actually can't get too deep into this, but I do have a strange um, fear that the women that I love who are closest to me are lying to me. And uh, it's irrational. And uh, I don't have a lot of great reasons to believe that. And it's just some sort of, we've talked about this before, like it's yeah, part yeah. of my fucked up boot up software. It's just part of the program that I have yeah. to, uh, it's just always running. And so I have to get anti, whatever, what are our, what are our metaphors we've used for our shitty boot up software and how we address those issues? I have other, I have third party apps running to offset some of the boot up. Well, I mean, I have that, I have similar, I don't have a cheating thing, but I do have the lying thing where I think I don't trust people to tell me the truth. And especially uh, the women in my life that I love. Yeah, I have that. Yeah. And that's that's just something from my you know upbringing where I thought my mom was telling me the truth, but she was actually doing, she wasn't always telling me the truth. Right. And what's and what's interesting that do you carry that knowledge? Because I think to even be self aware of that, it's actually pretty astute. Do you carry that into your parenting? Because I I think about that with my kid. I'm like, man, I just don't want. I'm gonna fuck my kid up in ways I probably can't see yet or imagine. But I, it's not gonna be that problem. I mean, I try to be as honest as I possibly can be with my kids. I try not to lead them down some, you know, whatever it is. I try to talk it talk it through right i don't try to lie about anything really yeah i'm the same except for when i tell her that i know everything <laughs> i do well tell i do tell her that i do know everything well, so right. when i say that <laughs> i'm not lying, lying. <laughs> anyway how you doing you doing good doing pretty good pretty good i will say i'm back on the coffee yeah and uh i definitely have this i it's like riding a wave the coffee like if i drink too much coffee I can start feeling a little bit, you know, I can feel the anxiety sometimes if I drink too much coffee. Let's talk about something important as fuck. All right. The Bachelor Presents Listen to Your Heart. Do you know what this shit is? I don't even know what that is. What they did was they did an offshoot of The Bachelor. Oh, boy. And basically what they, it's it's sort of like Bachelor in Paradise. Bachelor in Paradise is where they get contestants from Bachelor and Bachelorette, put them on an island give them a bunch of alcohol and let them try to hook up and create couples. And if they don't hook up and, and couple up, then they get kicked off the Island. And of course, if they want to get big on any sort of social media, they have to stay on for a while. So it's terrible. It's horrible. I watch it. I like it now. Add in, add to that musicians who want to become famous. Oh, okay. That is interesting. So okay. men and men and women who are performers or singers or songwriters or whatever. Let me ask you this: put them together. Are they now? They are they still are they still in paradise? Are they is that still on the table? Is paradise still a part of the equation? <laughs> they're in a house somewhere. Okay, so, that somebody else is paying the rent. So they took for. paradise out. They're they're all together. They I don't know. They maybe like have fifteen singers, songwriters, oh, men and women, Christ. and they've I know horrible. So they're all in. They're all insane. Yeah. They're all desperate for attention. They're all desperate, just desperately looking for love. I don't know anyone like that, by the way. I don't know anyone on Instagram Live right now like that. Uh, I just want to put that marker in the sand. I don't know any two dudes who are desperate for love who write songs and do a podcast. What they're trying to do is recreate A Star is Born. You know, like Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. They, they wanted to recreate that. Right. It's a horrible show. I watched the whole thing, of course. 
and it's awful. It's truly awful. First of all, the guy, the people that won, I'm almost 100% sure that the guy, the, and maybe both of them, are 100% gay. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, like, oh, fuck. I'm almost 100% certain. If somebody you- said, okay. You have to, you have to, uh, you have to lay your money on gay or straight. I'm, I have to lay my money on gay. How do you win? Well, okay, so you have to stay in the competition by f- coupling up. So, <laughs> so well, you have songwriters. To, so is okay. right, they're songwriters. So what, what's happening off camera is they're going. Look, I'm going to pretend to be into you. You pretend to be into me, and we'll go all the way. So that's happening off camera. We'll go all the way in more ways than one. No, they're not going anywhere. So the people that the guy, the couple that won, I mean, sorry, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. The couple that won. So there's a fantasy suite right before the final concert. And they're like, uh, I like to take it slow. Right, right. And so they didn't go to the fantasy suite. They just declined. Dude, who doesn't? What songwriter do you know? That you've met in your entire life that doesn't go to the fantasy suite that's not 100% gay. Well, I mean, even my gay friends would go to the fantasy suite. It's not re- That's not really the yeah. problem. They're going to the fantasy suite with another right. gay right, person right, 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 that right. they're attracted to. But if they're, but if they're getting together... To- here's who's not... Dude, here's who's not going to the fantasy suite. If you and me had to pretend that we're in love, which which we do, going, which we don't even need to do. We don't need to pretend. And we're going to the fantasy suite, by the way. <laughs> you and me would go to, to the fantasy suite because we're smart and we go. Right. We'd play. We'd play. We'd play. Cards. I would read the note and I go, if you feel like your love has reached a certain level and you're ready to take it to the next level, will you go to the fantasy suite? You and me would have had a conversation off stage saying, look. We're not gonna we're not gonna blow each I'm other. I'm not gonna suck your dick, but we're going to the fantasy suite. <laughs> we're gonna go to the fantasy suite and we're gonna keep pretending that we're in love. Like, you know, right. physically in love. Sure. Not not emotionally like we actually are. Right. Spiritually, emotionally for sure. Right. And then we would because we're smart, we would go, Yeah, let's go to the fantasy suite. And then, dude, every time this guy this is him. Let me do let me do that the guy kissing the chick every time. This is him kissing her. Ready? <laughs> every time dude every time Ooh. every time he kisses her it's like this <laughs> and she's like this dude they never don't kiss like that wow now the other couples Jesus are like yeah yeah like this okay alright <laughs> we get it bro <laughs> I'm sure a lot of your fans are loving that. So they won, and now they had the reveal on Monday, and so now they're they're of course quarantined. And I I was like, oh, I wonder what's going on with this couple. And so they had a quarantine, you know, interview with them. And the lady's like, "Are you guys quarantined together?" They're like, "All right, here's here's a little quiz show starring you, Clint." Okay. And I have a feeling you're going to get all these answers right. Okay, ready? Okay. Are they quarantining together? No. Are they still together as a couple? No. Yes, they are still together as a couple. This is their thing. They're like, they're like, they're still together as a couple in quotes. They're like, are you guys still a couple? Oh, we're more of a couple than we yeah, were yeah, before, yeah. Right, but right. we're not quarantining together. Right. They and suck. who knows? You know, I could be wrong. And if I'm wrong, great. I'm wrong. And, and the other thing too is I don't want anybody to like get the idea that I'm like homophobic or something because I don't give a fuck if somebody's gay or not gay. I just, I find it crazy when people are 
closeted. Uh, but I get it. I understand why people feel like they need to be or whatever. But is this uh, the digging? Is this the digging a hole part portion of this episode? Are you digging? It's a hole? not a no. It's not a digging the hole. I just I just don't want somebody to think oh this there's something you know he thinks there's something wrong with being gay or something. No, no. I, I think I don't think anyone thinks that. I do think there's a problem with you and watching horrible television. I do want to. We're all gathered here today, Bob, to uh, everyone you love and you're close to get brought you here today to confront you about your obsession with horrible television. Dude, watch The Bachelor and then tell me it's horrible. Like until you watch a whole season of The Bachelor, don't tell me it's horrible. You think you thought the great British baking show was horrible until you watched it. I've never seen it. Oh, it's well, still horrible. You're, fucking, you're you're fucking yourself, dude. If you haven't watched the Great British Baking Show, you're missing out on one of the great TV shows. It's like a Schrodinger's cat. You, you don't know if the cat's alive or dead until you open the box, so you never open the box. That's what the Great Baking British crap thing is to me. Well, here here's what here's the wonderful thing about the Great British Baking Show. It's something you can watch with your daughter, and you will both love it. Like you will both love it. She'll want to watch it, and you'll be like, oh, this is something I can actually watch. I don't think I like <laughs> talk about not wanting to be homophobic. <clears throat> I don't think I like You don't like British people. I don't think I like things with British the British anymore. I'm being serious. I really can't stand their humor. And I'm not speaking about the whole culture of the UK. I'm just saying usually if it's a British thing, it's just too dark and inside and strange. I know you have a strange affinity for British humor, but like even Monty no, Python, I, even I, Monty Python I, hate- I never really Love. I don't like Brit. I don't like British humor. In fact, I, I there's what is it about? I can't, it? Think of, I can't. I can't think of any British comedian that I like. Ricky Gervais. I do like Ricky Gervais, but and I like Stephen Merchant. Mm-hmm. I think both those guys are funny, but I never liked his stand up until the most recent one. And I think that what happened with Ricky Gervais is the same thing that happened with John Oliver. They've lived in the States long enough or they've spent so much time in America that they now have an American sense of humor. And now I think their stuff's funny. Yeah. I mean, John Oliver is really smart. I like his writing and I like his ideas. I pretty much agree with a lot of what he says, but I feel like he just screams the whole time. And that just gets so old. His comedians and cars getting coffee with Jerry Seinfeld is the the funniest one I've seen. Yeah. His is really good. I like Gary Shandling's too. We've been going through Larry Sanders, as you know. And it's, we're we're on the we're on the way out, man. We're halfway through the last season. Forgot what a bummer the last season is when he's leaving the show and stuff. I don't know if you remember that, but I'll tell you what I've been checking out. We're coming up on the last few minutes here. Uh, I've got Woody Allen's new autobiography, and uh, <clears throat> say what you will about the man, he's a really divisive character. But the book is amazing. It's like laugh out loud funny, dude. I don't know if that kind of thing interests you, but it's been really fun to read. Uh it doesn't. It, it it's not appealing like the idea of reading that's not appealing but i'll man the thing i like about ibooks is i will download the sample of that book right and i'll read the first uh chapter and if i like it i'll buy it and keep reading yeah it. i would recommend downloading the sample i mean i haven't read a book where i was laughing out loud while reading in a long time so <clears throat> dude did you ever read uh david sedaris's me talk funny one day oh we read we read all his shit that's probably the last time that's the most I've ever laughed out loud reading a book. It's, it's funny that you mentioned that. I was telling Isabel about uh, about this Woody Allen book, and she specifically brought up David Sedaris because he's so great. Another guy that's really great is uh, David Shields, who wrote Reality Hunger and How Literature Saved My Life. It's also laugh out loud funny. I have never read it. I'll have to check it I'll out. I'll send it to you. 
I'll send you a link. I won't send it to you. Keep your distance, bro. Keep your distance, bro. <laughs> Keep your distance, bro. What would you do if your doorbell rang and you opened the door and it was just me with a with a with luggage and a and a and a balloon? What would you do? I'm I'd be fine with it, I guess. <laughs> I because I know you. I know I know you. But here's what I don't like, dude. I I look. I opened up the door today and there's a giant package out front. And I'm like. I didn't order. I mean, I'm sure my wife ordered something, but I'm like, I don't know who this is from. I mean, I feel like you're you're gonna you're gonna roll the dice with uh, with grocery store visits, and you're gonna roll the dice with the mail. I mean, that's just that's you can't you can't live now without those two. Dude, things. I don't fucking go to the grocery store at all, dude. I I've been using Shipped, which you can get. You can I can order now, and I can have groceries delivered in two hours. It's like having a personal assistant. But that's still mail coming to your door. So the problem you're having with the package is the same with the food. Yeah, but I mean, I just it comes to the door and it just stays there for a good twenty four hours Someone, before I even. Someone's talking about my it. Beatles mug because I was talking about how I don't like UK things anymore, right. except for I guess the Beatles. <laughs> Well, I love a lot of British stuff. I mean, me too. Uh, me too. I just don't. I just their humor is not I, my thing. I know. I it's hard to. I'm, I need to think a little more about that because it's a it's a big statement to say I don't like British humor. I should be able to back that up a little bit. I mean, there's some Woody Allen. I mean, some uh, uh, Monty Python stuff I think is funny, but a lot of it's not funny. Yeah, I mean, you got to watch those movies. I feel like almost as a rite of passage if you're interested in things that are funny, but I just don't think it holds up great. It's too strange. And someone wrote earlier that it's too smart, and I, I honestly don't think that's what it is. I don't think it's. I don't think it's that I don't get it. I just, it's too strange, and it's very glib. Is glib? A Dude, word? I love strange. Talk about. Let's talk about fucking. I know you haven't seen the fucking. Uh, God damn it! What's that show that? The Adventure Time. To, oh, The Midnight Gospel. Have you watched that on Netflix? Dude, that's the most random shit I've ever seen. You would hate it. The Midnight Gospel. It's like a podcast that they've animated, but the animation has nothing to do with what they're talking about. It is so fucking crazy and weird. It's like you're tripping the whole time. That sounds terrible. I know. You would hate it, dude. But I, I And it's, it's a tough watch. Yeah. I will not lie. But one of the shows, he's interviewing the guy from... Uh, Paradise Lost, the one of the Memphis Three guys. Wow, that were that it's were that were let off. They were like vindicated, right? They were. I guess I don't know, but he's they were. In- he's got that guy on on one of them. Hmm. Of course, I don't know the guy's name, so I don't know if I've even seen it. I was going to try to do something because I know that you're like, hey man, every once in a while I'm going to throw you some funny bits and then roll with it. It's and not every once like- in a while; it's the entire episode. <laughs> I'm not saying they're funny. I'm just saying the whole time I'm trying to find a way into the sauce. Right. Well. Are we done? Well, here, here's what we can do. <clears throat> we can say goodbye to IG Live and slip it in, kick it into the Secret Weekly, or we could start right. the next episode and stay on IG Live, do the Secret Weeklies after episode number two. I'll leave that up to you, my friend. No, man, we we gotta we gotta we gotta we can't do we can't give away everything on the gram. We gotta right. keep some shit s- secret and safe on the pod. All right, everybody on the gram, nice to see on the gram, dude. I what know. Are Why are you doing? doing that to yourself? I don't know, Who are dude. You? I can't say that anymore. All right. It was nice being here with all of you uh, people that we don't know. Bye. Bye. (laughs)